So, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Turn 5 Podcast, where we review the Qatar Grand Prix. That wraps up this week's episode of the Turn 5 Podcast. It was such a snooze fest, wasn't it? I mean, I, was, I, was, I wasn't watching it, I was listening to it. I had the Sky broadcast on so that when something happened, <coughs> I could run over and, and watch it, but... Yeah, I was I was playing tennis at the time, and it it sounded okay. Yeah, but everything sounds okay. Yeah, but there were more overtakes than I thought there were going to be. Yeah, and the radio managed to make drama. the twenty twenty one Belgian Grand Prix sound interesting, though. No, no, they they didn't manage that. I can, I oh, can well, I enjoyed their rambling for a bit. Oh God, no! I almost fell asleep. I think we all did. It was four and a half hours, but still. Um, shall we get to the, the one-sentence race reviews, Ben? Good for the wrong reasons. Mm. Richard? Tyres go. <laughs> that was mine. Pirelli goes pop. Oh, I um, love a good tyre episode. <laughs> Yep, this Welcome back to the Baku review. Instead of slandering the FIA, we'll slander Pirelli instead. Is it Pirelli though, or is it those curbs? A bit of both, maybe? Because it was the same tyre on all three, maybe four. Mm. Um, and, I mean, they were all on very old sets of tyres at the time. Mm-hmm. So my my inclination is more towards the curbs being a bit too aggressive. Like I'm all for them like ripping the underside of the car to shreds. Because you know that's a very big incentive to not go out there. Not go on them. Yeah. But I suppose you do have to kind of look at it from a safety point of view of do they need to take that into account into the mm. entire life? sort of conversation yeah because it's all well and good Pirelli saying oh it'll do 30 laps but then you know if on lap 25 you go over that curb (laughs) and your tire goes (laughs) no then it's I mean I know it's not the track but you can still be on that partially and still be in track limits so yeah yeah it's, it's an interesting one but I mean Pirelli did take the hardest compounds available to them so yeah they took the c1 two and three it's not like they've gone too soft and the tires have gone pop early unexpectedly mm. it was a they ran hard because they knew it was gonna be a race where they needed to run them hard and they still went pop yeah which the super hard would have yeah. been fine which is why i'm leaning more towards it's the curbs than anything yeah. else so Um, yeah, so shall we talk about the weekend? FP1 arrived and Max was fastest. Not very much. Oh, Mazepin destroyed his car. Traditions. Yeah, he needed a new back to the Middle East. Yep. Um, and that was pretty much it. Not much really happened. But it what FP1 isn't really representative of running at a night race because it's during the day. Yeah. 
FP2 is the was the best one. Yeah. Because for once yeah, qualifying and the race were yeah. at like the same time. Yeah. Um so. same with FP2. Always great to see the cars back under the lights. Um and and Bottas goes fastest. Valtteri does Valtteri things. Yeah, that yeah. I mean But can can we talk about the FIA and track limits this? <laughs> I mean, I kind as of was summed up on Bottas's radio, they were making it up as they went along. Yeah, they they changed every session, basically up till qualifying. Yeah, um, I was all I was okay when they were like, okay, we're gonna we'll let them do. We've set a couple, and we'll let mm. them do FP one, and then we'll see where needs to be set, where else needs to be set. And it's kind of like, well, then at the end of that, just set it, go for it. Or I don't know, yeah. maybe just the line. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, not, that's kind of what like they went for an FP2. They were just like, yeah, you're on the curb, you're fine. The moment you go off the curb at any corner, deletion. That was at least universal. Yeah, I'd have a lot less problems with that. <laughs> the it's issue a hard with and that fast one rule. was there was... There wasn't purple and white curbs at every corner. <laughs> just, just the line, then. Just, yeah, just the line would be fine. Um, and then an FP three, they changed it again to specific corners. Hooray! And I think that's where it stayed until qualifying in the race. But <sighs> and FP two, we found out that there will be no further action. Between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton for lap 48, Brazil turn four. Thoughts? I mean, I've, I've, as much as I call Bottas a bottle job, <laughs> the stewards have just bottled that big time. Mm. Um, there's no major new evidence. No, just his onboard that showed his steering wheel and the fact that he just didn't really turn into the corner whatsoever. Yeah. So. Unless they've gone, he was such a very very attempt at steering. Um, yeah, I'll I'll tell you what they said, because to be honest, it wasn't much. It was although a they three page disqualification. Yeah, although they published. Oh no, it was three pages as oh, well. Whoa. Um, but, three pages to say we're not going to do anything. Yeah, the three pages didn't say much. Lovely. To be honest, can I get them to write some essays for me? Because. I do need help <laughs> They're good at it, out. yeah. <laughs> Just the Brazilian GP stewards can do all your essays. That'd be nice. Um. So, oh, sorry, it was four pages. Oh, my God. I don't think so. I can manage that many. It's not going to be funny. <laughs> we won't go through it all, but... So they tell, they tell us who was there. Okay. Sick. <laughs> Mercedes um, send three people, Red Bull. Yeah, I just sent John. Yeah. <laughs> then they tell us how it works, even though the teams all know this. And that's exactly who it's going to. This is addressed to the team the manager at Mercedes. So the, the teams know how this works. These aren't exactly designed public. Then they get to the decision and say that the stewards have the right to investigate things. 
which we all know. Um, so was it unavailable? Yes. It's undeniable that the footage was unavailable. Is it new? Yes. If because it was unavailable, then it it's unavailable. got to be new. <laughs> Is it relevant? Yes. Yeah. Is it significant? The stewards say no. <laughs> so, according to the stewards... Did, hang on, did they actually use Austria 2020 as the example there? They did. Oh, my God. The competitor's position is that this new footage provides sufficient information for the stewards to come to an altogether different conclusion. The fans agree. However, the stewards determine that the footage shows nothing exceptional uh, that was different from the other angles that were available to them at the time, other than, you know, the very... eh. I was going to say, I'll tell you what wasn't exceptional, his steering angle. Yeah. Um, or that particularly changes the decision that was based on the original available footage, unlike the 2020 Austria case in the judgment of the stewards, there is nothing in the footage that fundamentally changes the facts. Wow. What? <laughs> Lol. So, because it didn't hit the vortex, it, the right of review was refused, and this is not subject to appeal. The end. That, that was the appeal, right? Yeah. The end. <laughs> case closed. Oh, mate. Top banter. <laughs> well, technically, the right of review wasn't actually the appeal. That's saying, we think you should look at this, but it only becomes an appeal if it gets accepted. Right, okay, yeah. So, but it's, they it's can't take it to like appeal, the court. Yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. But so you can't appeal the appeal. Yeah. Or the much. pending appeal. Also, in FP2, uh, Red Bull decided yes, we're going to protest Mercedes because they found a little score mark on the rear wing. Proof of anything? N- not really. It's just a mark. They're like, oh, flexi wing. So the FIA brought in a new test and Mercedes passed. What are Red Bull going to do now? Do they really have a case? Well, if I was one of the other teams, I'd just take the mick and just go around with one of those like engineers scores and just like make little marks on mm. my car just to take, just to take the piss. Just yeah. be like, oh, look. There's a score mark. Wonder what caused that. And it's me literally just sat there gouging out the paintwork. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it obviously left. moved. Oh. <laughs> it, oh. Apparently, that's what Max was checking for at the end of qualifying in Brazil. Sure. He's just 50 grand lighter for going, oh, score mark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to him, it's probably small change, isn't it? So yeah, true, true. I just find it hilarious that, that was the basis of the repeal. There is a score mark on the Mercedes rear wing. Yeah, yeah, strange ones, but you know we've seen stranger appeals. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't have his hand on the steering wheel. What's going on here, please? 
Oh, uh, he took he took his seatbelt off. <laughs> Twenty five grand fine. Same. The yeah. Brazilian and Qatar GP stewards because they were the same. Oh my god, consistency! Whoa, but yeah, but not in a good way. Well, that's point of view. And then we got to FP3, which again wasn't representative because it was during the day. So let's just go. Didn't run. Um, because he again, because he had the chassis change in FP2, which is yeah. why he didn't run. But then there was another problem in FP3 that was yeah, different. They- they started the car up, he got to the end of the pit lane, and then it came over. Stop the car! Stop the car! Something doesn't sound right. <laughs> Pushed him back. Fair enough. Session over. Yep. Yep. Uh, they did say what it was, and I can't remember, but... Wasn't it an electrical fault? Yeah, I think it was something to do with the like the, the timings between mm. components, but it, was, it basically it just meant the engine wasn't firing correctly. Yeah. So, probably saved themselves a power unit by stopping him literally 12 feet from the end of the garage. <laughs> and that end is going to be even closer next season because they're swapping garages with Williams. Well, well barring well, no, any not, minor actually, miracles. No, we won't be swapping garages with Williams. They'll be going into the Williams garage. Alpha and May will be going into the Haas garage. And Williams will be going into the Alpha garage. Big Williams changes at the bottom of the grid. <laughs> yeah. Odds on one of them missing their pit box. Well, it would be Latifi because Albon yeah. would be new, so True. that would be all he's known for Williams. Whereas Albon. all Latifi has known is the end of the pit lane. Albon tries to pit at the Red Bull pit box. He wants that express service. Yeah. Um. Qualifying. Ham go. Brum. Yeah. Qualifying done. Yeah. Well, well no. okay. um, Yeah. Pierre go along the yeah. side of the track. Pierre and, go bang. And ruin everything. So, and also ruined Christian Horner's plans for February, but we'll come to that. It's just the fact that Gasly's the one that had his tyre explode and therefore mm. pulled over at the, the side of the main straight. And he's the reason that Max and Bottas got their penalties. And he's the one that's profited most from it. Yep. Because he's ended up in the front row of the grid. Uh, it's just kind of like, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> if you say so. Just going to pop my tyre and park next to the grid and then just, yeah. you know, see how many places I make up. <laughs> what would have been even funnier as if the car had a stop on the P2 slot of the grid. <laughs> <laughs> This is where I shall stay. <laughs> Just park it there overnight. It is preordained. My this, spot. This is where I shall be. Um. So yeah, Q1, nothing much happened. Usual suspects. Um, yeah, Latifi, the two alphas, the two hats. Yeah. Goodbye. Q2, Russell. A shock exit for a yeah. McLaren and a Ferrari. And a Red Bull. Yes. Yeah. So one and of... George Russell. Okay, that was more expensive. <laughs> one 
one driver from three of the four top teams. Yeah. Not <laughs> Yeah. Until um, Bottas didn't. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and then, then we come to Q3. And everyone sort of sets their times, fair enough. And then Gasly's front wing decides it doesn't want to exist anymore. Gasly's front wing off. just went... Well, he went onto the, the extra curb, as yeah. I'll call it. There's the curb and then there's the extra curb. Um, and it all seemed fine. And then vibrations, wing, wing under tyre, wing says yeet, and then tyre goes bang. Yeah. And instead what? of coming into the pits, Gasly just goes, I'll park on the grid. <laughs> the Why great, did he not box? The great Alpha Tauri master plan. <laughs> yeah. Why did they not box? No. Um, it's a good question. I'm not sure because. Because he could have made it into the pits. That's what, yeah, that's what they said when Latifi got his puncture. Like, oh, like, like Gasly yesterday, he's missed the pit entry. And it's like, well, Why? Gasly's wasn't there. Yeah. So what's going on here? So could, could, could Gasly have received a, a, a reprimand of some description for not pulling into the pits when his vehicle is obviously... I don't know, because... If it was in a race, he'd have received the black and orange flag, which is pit. And then you get a penalty if you ignore it. But he didn't receive the black and orange flag. He was wasn't investigated. Wasn't much time to receive it, to be honest. Yeah. But at the same time, half your front of your car's missing or broken. So, But then again, so was Charles Leclerc in, in Japan 2019. And he just went, eh, I continue. True. Just started lobbing bits of front wing against Lewis Hamilton. And then held onto his wing mirror as he turned 130R. Mate, that's absolute Chad energy. I don't know what oh, you're yeah. talking about. Uh, I, there's 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 cool, then there's like super cool, and then there's just Charles Leclerc holding onto his wing mirror while going around 130R one-handed. Flat. Casual, yeah. It's just a Sunday afternoon drive for him. Yeah, just, just as you do. Um, that's the best thing as well. He crossed this. He held on. Well, yeah, because he can't hand. reach out the left because the cockpit's mm. so small. So he has to reach over. So he's pulling down to turn one thirty R instead of reaching over. Yeah, <laughs> as you do. Just, just Leclerc. Thanks. I was about to say if it ain't broke, but it was. So it was. It was very broken. <laughs> Which is why he then received the black and orange flag, being like, "Get into the pits, deal with it." Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Gasly stops on the grid. Chaos ensues. Bottas comes through, doesn't improve. Summon to the stewards. Science comes through, doesn't improve, summon to the stewards. Max comes through, gains two tenths. Genius. Mm. Pure genius. Yeah. And I had to laugh on social. I know we always say don't look at social media, but I had to laugh at social media 
do you know how the green Weybridge lights on the right hand side? Well, when as you come into the pits, there's the two sets of lights with the mm. green arrows. Yeah. Being like, stop at the Weybridge or carry on, you're fine. People were trying to use that as a defense for Max. Well, like, oh, look, there's a green light. And I'm yeah, like, that's in the pit lane. That's, that's totally in the separate. <laughs> And then, like, oh, that's just to show that the pit lane's open. I'm like, no, no. it's the way bridge. Pit lane open is before you get to the pit lane. Yeah. Pit lane open is there's no signal because it's always open unless it's closed. Then there's a flashy red X. Which Lewis Land is on the outside of Parabolica. Yes. <sighs> um, there's not a red light at the entrance to the pit lane, as, as Lewis tried to say. Yeah. There was no red light. Yeah, the red light's at the end of the pit lane for if the pit exit is closed, Lewis. <laughs> but you'd know about that because you ran into the back of Kimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Canada 2007. <sighs> Not as bad as Canada 2011 when two people just ignored the red light and oh, carried yeah, but, on. You know, big e. Got black flagged. <laughs> I, think that's the, I think it. that's the last time a driver got disqualified in a race. Probably. I don't remember one, so... Yeah. But, um, no, so, obviously, qualifying happened, and the yeah. provisional grid was set, and then chaos ensued. Well, it wasn't. That's the thing. The provisional grid wasn't published oh, until after the investigations. Okay, well, what's the point in that? That's the, that, the, the investigations deal with the final grid. Yeah. Post the provisional. It's just the results of qualifying. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's dumb. But yeah, it was very dumb. so. Carlos got um, let let off because he was deemed to have slowed significantly enough. Yeah, Bottas was deemed to have ignored a single waved yellow, and Max ignored double. Yeah, nice, nice. So um, three and five place grid drop respectively. Yep. Which if put them next the to each other on the grid. Yeah, if you're wondering why the difference, um, this is an extra yellow flag. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, a <laughs> single waved yellow is less severe than a double waved yellow. Single waved yellow is just slow down, don't overtake. Double waved yellow is slow down and be prepared to stop, don't overtake, or improve your lap time. Usually <laughs> means there's a marshal on track. Yeah, a marshal on track or a severe stoppage of a car, such as an Alpha Tauri <laughs> sitting on the grid. In that P2 box. <laughs> And then Christian Horner on Sky before the race decided that the marshal beside the track was rogue and earned himself a summons to the stewards. It's the first time I've seen that. Oh, I love it. Oh, they're just Netflix just eating this up. Yeah. Non-stop, all-you-can-eat buffet for them. If they haven't From- extended it beyond 10 episodes, they're idiots. Yeah, they need about six episodes on Christian Horner. I mean, you just need six episodes on the title fight. Yeah. And Christian Horner would take up six episodes. <laughs> yeah, Christian Horner needs six episodes to, to himself. Toto Clearly. takes up another four. Yeah. <laughs> There's the whole series. If, that's not, if that meme of Toto isn't in Drive to Fight, I'm going to be so disappointed. It has to be like the opening montage they don't have the pit stop anymore where the car drives in and then when it leaves, there's Drive to Survivor in the fall. They've just got Toto yelling and it just comes out of his mouth. 
Oh, that'd be brilliant. We'll talk about Drive to Survive in a few weeks once the season's over. Whoop, whoop. Um, then we have the painful wait for it. Yeah. It won't be until after pre-season testing. Christ. Why can't they just release it sooner? Come on, Netflix. Make your show fucker. We need something to watch. Like, look at the rest of our library. No. No. Formula One, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. we've also got Formula Two's version to look forward to on F1 TV when it drops. Um, I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's actually not too bad. But yeah, they've got their own drive to survive. Drive to promote. <laughs> Shall we discuss the race? Sure. So five lights come on and Lewis goes, adios. And that Alonso. was his race. Yeah. And Alonso says, <laughs> el plan. <laughs> yeah, Alonso sees Max and just does what Max did to Lewis and like, bye. <laughs> see you later. I mean, he did see him later and that? promptly got past and 30 seconds up the road. Just hilarious the way I was just like, Scooby Dabab and Badab. Not quite as bad as my um, Porter Mal incident. Oh, yeah, that was just horrific. How did you miss the corner that badly? It wasn't that I missed the corner, it was that I got some oversteer on the previous one and then I'd gone off on the inside. So. And you carried that much speed from a snap of oversteer. Yes. I mean, I just kept it planted at that point. I was like, if in doubt, flat out, you know? No. <laughs> That's what Max says. Yeah, he's won Grand Prix. Why wouldn't you I saw how that? well that went in Silverstone. Lewis's fault. <laughs> Predominantly. That, that's still mostly. That means uh, that means there's uh, still some fault to be left on the, the other driver's doorstep. Still, still, still mostly Lewis's fault. So. <laughs> so Alonso um, went Nyao. Um Yeah. Max also went Nyom on the first yeah. lap. I mean, Max just kind of went, I'm gonna stick on the inside, and then everyone else went outside line. Max's five place grid penalty actually helped him because it put him onto the clean side of the grid. Had he, yeah. <laughs> had he not had he had an even number grid penalty, like a sixth place. He would not have had that start on the dirty part of the track. I think the only even grid penalty we get is 10, isn't it? Yeah. Or 60 if you replace your entire power unit. Okay, well, yeah, but then you're just starting P20, so... Yeah. <laughs> that could technically still have been an odd number if you were in an odd number. <laughs> mm, true. So... But... Yeah. Yeah. Bottas doing Bottas things and going backwards at the start of the race. Yeah, Bottas lost five places off the start. Classic. From P6 to P11. Traditions. Yeah. Um, It's not Russia, so he doesn't go forwards. No, exactly. Then we heard Toto over the radio being like, come on, get these cars. And then Valtteri went, oh, okay. Maybe I should race now. Oh, so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, it's not just a Sunday drive. <laughs> See, I thought he was getting some practice in for next year. Oh, yeah, just driving in the midfield. Exactly. 
he's not used to it. He's been getting getting ahead of the game, putting in some miles in the pack. One thing is going to be quite sure. He's never not made it to Q3 in his Mercedes career. Next season, he's going to be struggling to get out in Q1. It's, it's, it's just he's gone back to Williams, basically. Yeah. But when he was at Williams, Williams was good. Yeah. He got a podium in that, William. And then it promptly went downhill. And he left and the Williams are... Conspiracy. I think not. Bottas funded the entire Williams project. Yeah. Now it's um, America Cash. Coffee King. Yeah. <laughs> coffee, ca- coffee and American Cash. Or is Darlington Canadian actually? Honestly, got no idea where they're from. No, I'm Probably not sure American. either. I think they're American. Mm. Um, so yeah, Max got a great start, and then the race pretty much settled down. Um, Bottas and Checo were making their way up, and that was really about it. There wasn't much of a fight in the midfield. Everyone just sort of held position mm. for a while. Um, and we didn't start to get good racing again until Checo closed up behind Fernando. And and Fernando was like, you shall not pass until he did. <laughs> it was it was later on. It was like, tell Esteban to defend like a lion. Esteban, two corners later. Come on through. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, wait, I'm supposed to defend and tries to attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting, so, he put up a, a good fight to fight back. Bit late for that now. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we forgot about how easily Gasly let Max through. He it, ran wide. What are you on about? And then didn't open his DRS. Was he within detection range? Yes, because as soon as Max overtook him, he opened his DRS. <laughs> <laughs> Literally for like a millisecond, because then he stamped on the brakes and it slapped shut again. But as soon as Max overtook him, DRS. Maybe he forgot. Because Hmm. he'd gone (laughs) over the rumble strip. And And then he remembers as soon as Max goes past, oh, yes, DRS. His wing's open. (laughs) Mine should be open. Oh, press the button now. Uh, Yeah. No, I think he let him through. If it was going to be the great Alpha Tauri master plan, like Helmut Marco was, I mean, he was hanging out at the front of the grid. If it mm. was going to be that, it would have been a torpedo into turn one. Mm. Goodbye, Lewis. Hello, world championship status. Yeah. Hello, Pierre Gasly, Red Bull 2022. Well, no, no. Pierre's contract signed. Uh, this Not is Pierre, Red sorry. Bull. Um, Checo's contract is signed. This is Red Bull. True. <laughs> True. They can't screw Checo out of seat now that he's nearly helped them to the constructors. Come on. They could demand him. Checo to Alpha Tauri. Yeah. <laughs> and let's be honest, Red Bull will never promote Gasly. Ever. I so think it's going to be, be over Helmet's dead body sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that will be- not be that far off. <laughs> Because Gasly's had his time, and according to Helmut, Helmut he would um, at driving a car designed for someone else, which I think we all would be. Yeah. 
I, I will therefore challenge Helmet Marco to uh, play video games using my mouse and keyboard layout. Mm. And get a KD above one with that sunshine. Exactly. Because I still use the 2010 Call of Duty layout. Because <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> Goodness. Back before they added all these bloody gadgets. <laughs> Why don't you just, you know, rebind everything to what it used to be? That's what I've done. A controller? I did not spend an entire life worth of money on a new computer to use a poxy controller unless it's for a racing game, in which case, yes, I'll use a controller. (laughs) (laughs) Or my steering Uh, wheel. Oh, your wheel, yes. So, yeah, Gasly lets through Max, race settles down, Checo gets past Alonso, race settles down, pit stops, Ferrari, Ferrari doing a nice double stack. Oh. Yeah, lovely double stack. Why did it have um, to be Ferrari though? And then Bottas's tire goes, bang, yeet. <laughs> and ah. then because it's the race, he did lovely. well to hold it for as well as he did. He didn't do a Max and Baku and what? Like, I mean, um, Max was going a fair lick when his went hmm. pop, and his what his was a rear tire that went pop. Yeah. So, true. Um, but yeah, Bottas takes look a trip into the gravel, and all then three Bottas, of the ones that went pop. It was all front left. Yeah, and everyone managed to hold it. Mm. And Bottas did an impromptu fireworks display. I love it. I think God, the best it. one was um, I think it was Fernando's on board as he came up behind Bottas. And just the shower of sparks. Um, it must have been quite disconcerting to drive into. I mean, we've seen it before, haven't we? Like, um, yeah. was it? I want to say it was George Russell when he came up behind Vettel in Bahrain after Vettel had promptly spun after fighting with Hamilton, and then his front wing went under his car. His front wing just went. Yours, bunny hop. <laughs> <laughs> and George is just like, oh Jesus, there's a wing. <laughs> um, I wasn't sure which Vettel Bahrain incident you were talking about. If it was this season where no. he just decided to spear Ocon, <laughs> not a lot of sparks involved in that one until after the fact. Mm. You're all about sparks. I'm on about Vettel going wee. <laughs> So yeah. Um, <laughs> um so pet stop. A, a very good stop for Mercedes, to be fair, to change a puncture tire and a rear wing. Only eleven seconds. That usually takes a fair bit longer. Because so changing some... a punctured tire can be a pain in the backside. Yeah, there was some good pit stops all round, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Red Bull with a very quick pit stop, almost back yeah, to two point one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised nobody looked at that and went, because <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> we're all like, oh, it's going to add so much time with the new directives, and we'll never be under sub two seconds again. And now we're almost there already. Yeah, and it's only been like four months since it was brought in. <laughs> mm. Well done, well done, Michael Massey. You slowed us down for four months. Yeah, now we're back to where we were. <laughs> 
Um, and then another round of pit stops because once Valtteri's tire went pop, everyone went, oh, two stop. Panic. <laughs> yeah. Everyone learned the lesson from the the Baku incident where Lance's yeah. went pop and then Max's went pop and suddenly everyone goes, that was the same age tyre. Yeah. Run. <laughs> Except from, what was it, George Russell and Nicholas Latifi who just went, yeah, we carry on. And then they go pop. And how well did that turn out for them? Yeah. <laughs> um, Alonso gets back past Checo. Jolly good. Yeah, Checo, that Checo second stop was the, the interesting one for me. It was kind of yeah. like, you kind of want to risk that. Mm. Well, no was, should have been the answer. Well, yeah, I suppose it was just the VSC at the end that ruined yeah. it for Checo. Um, or saved it from a, from Alonso's perspective. Um, but yeah, no, that was... Yeah, I feel normal circumstances normal racing conditions rather um Checo would have had that podium but those what was it four four five laps behind VSC yeah it was a few um yeah that really took the sting out of it so allowed Alonso to just kind of nurse it a bit longer and maintain enough of a gap to Checo to cruise over the line so yeah a welcome return to the podium though definitely um isn't that the if I'm right, that's the first time he shared a podium with Verstappen, right? I think so, because his last was podium was 2014. One? I was going to say, yeah, because his, his last podium was 2014 and Max hadn't made his debut then. Yeah. So, Max yeah. made his debut in, what, 15? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the first time he shared it with Verstappen. Interesting. <laughs> and it's the second Alpine podium of the year. Yeah. And Alpine have pulled very much clear of Alpha Tauri in the constructors. The master plan did not work. Nope. Well, not for Avatar. For Red Bull, yeah. kind of. Mm. Um, and yeah, that closes the gap in the the, dri- the drivers and the constructors. And constructors is now down to five, five points. points. And the drivers is down to eight. Yeah, because Max got fastest lap because VSC. <laughs> in fairness, he already had fastest lap. Yeah, but, you know, it denied Lewis the opportunity to try and take it back from him. Yeah even though Max was further back down the road and therefore probably would have just managed it. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we have a way of Max winning the championship in Saudi Arabia. I think that he's unlikely, but it's possible. So Max will become champion if he wins and takes the fastest lap and Lewis finishes 6th or lower. He wins, and Lewis has finished 7th or lower. He takes 2nd and fastest lap, and Lewis gets 10th or lower, or he finishes 2nd and Lewis doesn't score. That would then give him a 26-point lead. He's already guaranteed the championship on countback in the event of a tie. Interesting. Yes, so that's all the possible championship permutations. I don't know if there's a way for Mercedes to win the constructors this weekend. Not sure. I think there might be. Fred Bull have like a double DNF, um, and they get maximum points. Yeah, if, if Red Bull don't score and, and Mercedes get max points, then 
Well, and yeah, they literally can catch them because they'd yeah. be above max points, and it would also give Lewis a <laughs> healthy lead going mm. into Abu Dhabi. Oh yes, yeah, a max DNF and a Lewis win all but guarantees a Lewis World Championship if that happens in Jeddah. Any any DNF at this point, yeah, pretty much decides it now. Well, a I mean, DNF for Lewis does decide it. Yeah. Um, because Max would win or come second unless well, he somehow crashes out. I was going to say, yeah, unless he's also involved and therefore also doesn't score. Yeah. Which um, wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Monza. Silverstone. <laughs> well, Lewis scored in Silverstone, to be fair. Exactly. That's Lewis the problem. Scored, <laughs> Lewis scored, what, 26 points in Silverstone? 25? Mm-hmm. 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 That's that's why it kind of sat very badly with a lot of people. Then we have Bottas bowling. Huzzah! <laughs> and Slight, so Max slightly is... less bad, but also worse in a way. Like less bad because it wasn't the championship rival that did the damage, but worse. Yeah, it literally wasn't his he fault. He took out both of them. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't Lewis's Plus fault. some extras. Yeah, he was just there. Yeah. Like he took advantage of it. You can't complain at that. Even then, he didn't even win brace. Ocon did. Lewis finished second after Seb was the DSQ. Yep. <clears throat> yep. FIA doing everything to give Hamilton as many points as they can. <laughs> Denying no. us a Vettel podium again. Sad noises. And then, as we said, after the rain, Mr. Horner was summoned to the stewards. And here's why. Um, if the document will load. You can't chat about the marshals. But you can't chat about any FIA um, delegate, special person involved with the race. Here we go. Sweats in four episodes of Michael Massey bashing. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, no, we'll just get an official warning. It's okay. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, Jean Tot, the, the email the is <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Horner made a statement accusing the flag marshal who waved double yellow as being a rogue marshal <laughs> because it didn't help his team. It also ruins his plans for February because he's now going to the International Stewards Program. Oh, that's a long day for him. No, I don't like this. That, to avoid a fine, is going to go and find out how to be a steward. So when he leaves Red Bull, he can be a steward at F1 events. I'm not sure how much of a fan I am of this. I don't think he'd be allowed to be a steward at F1 events because of his history. Hmm. At least not not for a while. Um, I mean, enough Ferrari big bosses have gone on to be uh, FIA big bosses. <coughs> Stefano mm. Domenicali, <coughs> Ross Braun. But in fairness, Stefano... <coughs> Sean Todd. Stefano works for um, the corporate side of Formula One. Yeah, but still, you know, there's, that's a big seat in Formula One. And yeah. all three of the names I just mentioned were all big wigs in Ferrari at some stage. Yeah. So, you know, Toto Wolf. Present when <laughs> Total Wolf race director. Oh, god, no, that's Seb's job. 
just send you an email. <laughs> I don't check my emails. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> um. So yeah, basically, the steward said to Christian that the marshal was just doing his job and let's not bully him. And no, then just... Christian basically had to say in every interview for the rest of the day, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, no, I just had a thought of when Toto becomes and the like the next generation of um, team principals is like, Toto, I've sent you a Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. check my Snapchats. I'm focusing <laughs> on the race. Uh, it would just be so brilliant. <laughs> it's got a filter on it. <laughs> Can't use this as evidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Ted, Ted had a had, had a go at Christian as well, um, and then just left. Yeah, and then was like, I should go. Lit the fire and left. What legend? <laughs> he called Christian out for something else. What was it he called it called him out for? It was something else he'd said? Oh, I can't remember. But it was brilliant. It was just like, here, yeah. stoke the flames. Gone. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that happened. And instead of getting a 25 grand fine, he was just, eh, don't do that again. Naughty boy. The stewards. Inconsistent as always. But, but I mean, like, yeah. What's the what's the precedent for finding a, a team principal? Like, drivers is fair enough because you what's know, the they're... precedent for finding a driver for taking off his seatbelt? There is none. Is that not? I mean, because the drivers are subject to the the technical and sporting rules. Whereas I don't think the team principals are in the same way. What was this a breach of? Is this a breach of the I? Well, this is a breach of the ISC. Which I think is what Lewis got done by in Brazil was a breach of the ISC. I don't think it's the sporting regulations. Uh, offense, car 44, safety belts. Let's see. But yeah, the whole reasoning in Brazil was um, we have to set an example to the lower categories. Surely don't set a good example um, to the lower categories by calling Marshall's rogue. And yes, it was. I was just referencing the X Men hero. <laughs> uh, Lewis Hamilton, breach of Appendix L, Chapter 3, Article 4 of the FIA International Sporting Code. Christian Horner, breach of Article 12.2.1F and 12.2.1K of the FIA International Sporting Code. They all mean, mate. The stewards clearly don't get paid enough to get fined. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Um, definitely not. They picked him up outside an Ibis for Drive to Survive. <laughs> Talk about Gasly. <laughs> Make him sound bad. Um, that that was literally Drive to Survive Series Two as well. Yep. Gasly bad. I felt so sorry for Gasly. He didn't deserve that. No, definitely not. And then Series 3 was just Albon bad. <laughs> series 4 is now Checo bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm oh, sensing just, a running theme. He's not performing to the standards that we expected. 
Mate, he's literally fourth in the second best car. What do you want? It probably <laughs> show like a clip of Horner saying that he's happy with Perez. And then Netflix would just cut to like Perez being like 16th in Silverstone or something. <laughs> just spins out in the speed race. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's doing a really great job. <laughs> I would like to redact my previous. Helmet Marco. He's not doing well enough. <laughs> um, only one has one Helmet race. ever sat down for Drive to Survive? I know we hear him talking a lot, but I, I really want a sit-down interview with Helmet. Uh, no, he hasn't sat down. Because um, he's just a, an advisor, technically. Yeah. Um, he's Can not... we also get Lawrence back? <laughs> just evil Santa. <laughs> Lawrence Stroll. I hope we never have to see him again. <laughs> that, that video of him at Silverstone last season I don't think we did anything wrong oh that was so oh god that's about as emotional as a wet paper <laughs> towel that was what ruined the Aston Martin car launch this year as well yeah. everyone was just dead inside apart from Seb <laughs> Seb just ripped the mickey Seb was like woohoo it's not Ferrari <laughs> yeah I can muck a bell no one's gonna yeah. tell me all we cuts the drive to survive. Seb. <laughs> Why you do this? Oh, yeah, that's what we'll have during the off-season to talk about. We won't just have drive to survive. We'll have car launches. Mm-hmm. And they'll actually be important this year. Mm. Because it'll be who's, the new cars. Who's going to look like this is going to go first, where we have no base reference to check against? Who's going to go first? I want to know who the brave team are that's going to go first. Williams. Haas will go last. Haas won't announce theirs until pre-season testing. They, they've got precedent as, as for that. Per. Yeah. That's if they make they do a Williams. But they've spent so much of this year trying to get ready. <laughs> but so did Williams. True. <laughs> Very true. Um, I don't know. I think it may be one of the top teams that go first. They'll just roll the dice. Ferrari? McLaren were first this year. Yeah. It was much the same as last year, though, wasn't it? There wasn't yeah. a lot of changes. And Maybe. everyone knew where they'd spent their development tokens because they'd yeah, taken a new engine. engine so. yeah. Maybe Mercedes, actually. They might, be, they might go brave. Because they spent so much of last year getting ready for this year, next <laughs> yeah. year's car. It was just like, ah, the W11 wins. Okay, 2022 car. <sighs> Right. Um, but yeah, shall we get on to the prediction scores, Richard? Yes. I'm just thinking, let's crack on. Oh, wait, this let's so run can... down the classification before we do that. Wrap it up. So, the classification for the Qatar Grand Prix, the first of nine Qatar Grand Prix to come. I thought not... the 10 year, 10 year deal, was, was but we're from... not going in 2022. Yeah, it's from 23. Oh, dear. Can we go to a different circuit, please? They haven't specified where it's going to be yet, so there is still a chance it could be in downtown Doha. I wouldn't mind that. It would be better than Los didn't. There was no overtaking places apart from turn one. Turn one, yeah. It was just, yeah. 
So let's go somewhere else, please, the FIA. Thank you very much. This is why I don't like signing 10-year contracts before we've even been anywhere. Exactly. Looking at you, Miami, don't disappoint me. Miami at least has an exciting track layout. Yeah, but 10 years. Yeah. Anyway, classification. Let's go. Yes. And then we'll talk about Jeddah a little bit, even though it's not for two weeks. No, we'll do so, Jeddah next week. We'll do Jeddah next week. <laughs> Hamilton, Verstappen, Alonso, Perez, Ocon, Stroll, Saints, Leclerc, Norris, Vettel, Gasly, Ricardo, Sonoda, Raikkonen, Giovinazzi, Schumacher, Russell, Mazepin. There is the classification. Mazepin finished 22 seconds behind his teammate. Uh, behind George. Oh. Oh, yeah. Mazepin finished a lap behind his teammate. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and um, George only finished in 17th because his tyre went bang. And ceased to exist. Uh, and then the non-finishers, Latifi and Bottas. Bottas. And okay. in, in fairness to Mazepin, his fastest lap was faster than a couple of other people's fastest laps. Yeah, faster than, faster than Mech. Yeah, faster than Latifi as well. And Giovinazzi. Yeah, just. I wasn't looking at that, but yeah, just. Um. And it's almost is. the same as Lance Stroll's. It's almost the same as Danny Rex. It's closer to Lance's, but yeah. But yeah, but what I mean is he's only a tenth off of the McLaren. Yeah. Well, he's. But it was set on actually, lap 55 like on fresh tires. It's actually faster than Lance Stroll's. Yeah. Fire. He's a hundredth faster <clears throat> than Lance Stroll. <sighs> Nikita Mazepin faster than an Aston Martin. What is <laughs> Okay, right. Um, while we've got this up, and you can clearly see he is two laps down, Mazepin bingo results. What's this? Oh, wait. It was nearly as fast as Bottas. We had bingo this week. Oh, my God. Who got bingo? He finished two laps down. Yes. Which was said by three people. Uh-huh. The three people elected to choose lap 25, lap 27, and lap 28. Mm-hmm. Mazepin was lapped for the first time on lap 28, which means that Chris scored a bingo. Oh my God, I'm the king of Mazepin bingo. <laughs> and I was one lap out. And I'm so gutted. I actually thought I'd went 27. No, I, I did. I'd forgotten. <laughs> Um, you also got your bold prediction, Williams in Q2. I did. Uh, ben got his bold prediction of a non-Mercedes or Red yeah. Bull on the podium. All that stick from last week. Uh, Nia did not get hers of Ferrari, McLaren, Alpine out in Q2, yada, 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 yada. Uh, yeah, I, huge prediction. I am submitting an appeal for half point. Okay, the stewards will consider. Lance Stroll, uh, mine was to... Stroll would out-qualify Vettel, but Vettel would finish higher in the race than Stroll. The inverse happened. Same drivers, just the opposite way around. No. I would have considered your half point if you'd got half of it right. You got it all wrong. But it's, it's the fact that it was the swap that was the part of the bold. 
That's the thing. Ben? Wow. Well, yeah. No. Not having it. <laughs> if if they got one half of it right, would have would have given you a half point, but no. And then Alex's mental one, yeah, no, sorry, mate. Alonso in third kind of scuppered that for you, so. Yeah. Uh, and then... And then Alonso in third scuppered everyone's, everyone's. podium. Yes. <laughs> uh, three people scored seven points this week. Sonia came last with three points. And yes. uh, me and you, Chris, we scored five. Cool. Uh, which means... So I'm now further behind than last. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> And Nia is further in front. But the, the, the fight for third's looking spicy. Uh, so in first is Nia on 97. Second is myself on 89. Then third is Sonia on 86. Fourth is Ben on 85. And fifth is Alex on 84. Oh, my goodness. And then sixth is Chris on 74. So, yeah, you know. Can I even catch anyone? Yeah. I mean, you can get 15 <laughs> points. Yeah. Well, you can get 16 points if you also get pole. So True. there's still 32 points on offer here. So technically, you could still win. <laughs> yeah. But everyone else would have to score zero. Yeah. yeah which is much. basically impossible. You just have to say Hamilton so, and you score a point. Yeah. It'd it'd be very rogue and get it spot on. <laughs> I've also only had what one correct prediction weekend no i've not even scored 15 at any point i've know. won but i've never scored 15 i don't think no god damn it fernando bottas would have been there he wouldn't have been second god damn it fia <laughs> i think if anyone's going to be gutted it should be nia because she had perez third Oh no. So if anything, Alonso has saved all of us from near extending her lead even further. I remember back to the start of the season when it was just the Sonia show. Yeah. So you got it right <laughs> first and then just blitzed away with it. And then we slowly reeled her in. And now Nia's just I was out in the lead for a while, and now Nia's just like <laughs> bye. Adios. Pitted for a set of softs at the end. Do you know what we haven't checked in a few weeks? This is just trying to get the fastest lap. <laughs> yeah, do you know what we've not checked in a few weeks? What's that? F1 fantasy. fantasy. Oh, God. Make it quick. I have no idea what the scores are like. Neither so will I. Oh, my God, now. I've got my mega drivers to use. Yeah, same. <laughs> one a week. Actually, I've got three teams. So uh, two one week and one the next. I'm just, I think I'm just going to mega driver Lewis and next Abby week. Abby, yeah. Yep. Well, no, no, next week. Oh, okay. So, leagues. I scored 165 points this week. I can tell you that. I don't know what everyone else scored, but that's what I got. You know, I'm on full screen, so. Oh, my God, I'm not last. I am no longer last in F1 Fantasy. I have overtaken Hulkenback. Ah. Oh, dearie me. Oh, my God. Oh, damn it, Ben. Um, so, yeah, I'm just under 100 points clear of Hulkenback. 13 and a half points denying me from occupying 75% of the top four. Ah, but Ben's mega-drivered, so oh. you've still got... 
Yeah. You still put a pull back. Yeah, but that's 500 points. Yeah. That's a lot. And in Qatar, the winners were Ben and Richard with a tie, and then Richard, a point behind. And then Nia, and then me, and then Richard, and then Alex, and then Nia again. That's her first team as well. That Holy Mac and Cheese yeah. is the one that she submitted first. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, that's that's the overall standings. Um, I think it might be time to use my wild card and just change the whole team for Abu Dhabi. See, I've never used it before, so I feel like maybe maybe now is the time. Yeah, roll the dice. I'm eleventh in Sos League. Where am I? 92nd. Uh, in Sophie's League, I am... Um, let's see. 912th out of 502. <laughs> I'm 725th <laughs> out of 947. Okay, I wasn't actually that far out in terms of some <laughs> of the numbers there. <laughs> in F1 Worldwide, I'm 14,800th out of 18,500. Um, and in the global league out of everyone, I'm 625,200 out of a million. Oh, God. Um, let's have a look. Where am I? I am... Um... Hello, what's going on? Thank you, leagues. Uh... Joined. Just what's your global score? Hang on. Uh, Global League, I'm in 252,500. Out of a million? That's very good, actually. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm 217th in SOFs. That wraps up this week's episode of the Turn 5 podcast. Uh, Thank you very much for watching. We'll see you next week where we'll chat about Jeddah and FIA Formula 2. Are they not at Jeddah? I think they're at Jeddah, yeah, but we've also, yep. we're, we're all going to cover rookie performances for this season. Yes, we are. So. so, thank you very much for watching, and we will see you next week. Ta-ra. Bye.